It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. From the friendly confines of Peak North, welcome to the Labor Day edition of the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network and Thunder Maven, which is part of the Sports Illustrated Network. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thanking you so much for making us a part of your Labor Day weekend. Since we are now only 27 days away from training camp getting started, I'm going to talk about the three biggest questions concerning Oklahoma City going into training camp, and I will also give you my solutions to those problems. Actually, there is one that doesn't have a very easy solution at all, but I'll throw something out there that maybe Sam Presti will take into consideration. Probably not, but at least it'll be out there and be food for thought. In segment number two today, I'll tell you why Russell Westbrook and James Harden may not be all that successful this season in Houston. They'll make the playoffs. But I doubt they go any further past the first round. I'll give you a big reason why coming up in segment number two, unless the Rockets make some major changes. And in segment number three, Chris Paul is still the fifth most popular player in China, and the Thunder were the fifth most popular team last season in China. So all that should stay the same. But I'll tell you how all that could ultimately help Oklahoma City, plus the genius of LeBron James. My name is Eric G. I am Pat Jones' co-host on The Pat Jones Show on 97.1 The Sports Animal in Tulsa. I'm also the editor-in-chief of Thunder Maven, which is a part of the Sports Illustrated Network. And I, um, what else do I do? I do a lot of things. I do this podcast every day. So thank you very much for tuning in to the Locked on Thunder podcast, or at least downloading the Locked On Thunder podcast. Well, let's get rolling today. We are 27 days away from training camp getting underway for the Oklahoma City Thunder. And with that comes a range of emotions. For one, for me, because I'm starting on this new adventure with Thunder Maven, I'm really excited about it, as I'm sure you are too. Because the Oklahoma City Thunder are bringing in Shea Gilgis-Alexander. There are a lot of people who are excited about Chris Paul having his opportunity to come back to Oklahoma City where his career started. And you have the curiosity of just seeing how this team is going to be put together and what Billy Donovan may run out as far as lineups go for the first few weeks of training camp leading up into the season. And there's also you know, a, a scariness factor to it because ultimately nobody knows what to expect from this team. I mean, you could bring Tim Legler down and have him look at the Oklahoma City Thunder during training camp. And even Tim Legler 
Couldn't exactly tell you what this team is going to be. So with that, let's get in to the three questions that are most concerning to the Oklahoma City Thunder going into this season. We'll start with question number one, and that is identity. What is the identity of the Oklahoma City Thunder? And honestly, here's what they are right now, because you have to remember with Oklahoma City, everything is fluid. A lot of these guys may not be here after December 15th or possibly before that, depending on what deals Sam Presti may get offered. But right now, the identity of the Oklahoma City Thunder is Golden State Light. Why would I say that? Well, you've got 14 players on this team that average 36% or a total of 14 players that average 36% from beyond the arc. So for those of you that wanted Oklahoma City to be a three-point shooting team, well, now you have it. Chris Paul can shoot the three. Shea Gilgis-Alexander can shoot the three. Terrence Ferguson got better at shooting the three. Plus, you've got Danilo Gallinari, Mike Muscala, all that you knew. But what you will most likely see from Oklahoma City this year is something that they've been wanting to do for a long time, and that is spread the floor, causing defenses issues, figuring out, causing defense the issue of trying to figure out which guy you're going to guard because now you've got multiple players on this team, both in the starting lineup and on the bench, that can hurt you bad enough that you don't want to leave anybody unguarded. And how? And just think about this for a second. How great would that have been for guys like Russell Westbrook and Paul George? Because you knew you had to shut down those two guys every night. And if you did, you were probably in pretty good shape. Well, now the Thunder don't have a guy that you can really pick on to shut down because there's enough guys that can hurt you. Is it enough? to outscore teams during the regular season. It should be, and it should be enough where if they stay together the way that the way that they are now, this team could possibly contend for an, an eight spot. But will that identity stay the same? Hmm, that's a question. I don't think it will because ultimately I think you're going to see a lot of guys move throughout the season. And what we are looking at from a roster standpoint now is going to be very different by the time that we get to April this year. Heck, by the time we get to mid-February, things are going to look really different for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Number two, Billy Donovan's future with the Oklahoma City Thunder. As of now, Billy Donovan on a one-year deal. And even though, even though Billy Donovan has done a very admirable job coaching the Oklahoma City Thunder, what has to be in the back of Sam Presti's mind does Billy Donovan really want to take this team through a rebuild? And we've said it a lot on this podcast. We've said it a lot on my radio show. In a way, it's sort of head-scratching to think that Billy Donovan would want to take this team through another rebuild when he could go get one of the Cherry College jobs in America, automatically be the focal point of that program, and recruit and build from within. Plus, when you've got that NBA cachet, it's going to make recruiting a lot easier for you than at any point it was during Florida. And in Florida, uh, last time I checked, pretty darn good job of recruiting, getting guys like Corey Brewer, um, getting guys, putting several guys into the NBA. Uh, Joe Kim Noah is another one that, that pops to mind. And you can just go down... Uh, the list for the, the type of prospects that Billy Donovan cranked out. Truthfully, if you were Sam Presti and you value what Billy Donovan has done and Billy Donovan is willing to take on this role, you sign him now because he's a veteran coach. 
And because this is going to be a young team in the very near future, there's a good chance the players will actually listen to Billy Donovan, and we know that he's a really good basketball coach. You don't have two national championships in college without being a good basketball coach, and you don't get your team one went away from going to the NBA Finals unless you've got something in your back pocket. So if I'm Sam Presti, I don't hesitate. If Billy Donovan's willing to take it on, I sign him to a long-term deal and give him the opportunity to groom this young Thunder team and possibly have a chance to make a run here in the next three or four years with these guys. Finally, the last thing concerning Oklahoma City is the health of Andre Robertson. Great article today by Eric Horn in the Oklahoman, which we've actually posted on Thunder Maven. You can go check that out, basketballmaven.io slash thunder. And eventually you should be able to uh, just go to Sports Illustrated, click on the NBA team site, and then just pull up all our Thunder Maven content. But enough of the shameless self-promotion. Andre Robertson, huge question for the Oklahoma City Thunder. One, can this guy even play? And that is... That is the biggest question for him. Can he play? How effective can he be? When you have suffered that many setbacks, it's hard to think that Andre Robertson's health is... It's hard to think that he will be all the way back really at any point during his career. And what can he give you when he's back? Plus, you're playing a two-guard position where right now you seem to be the odd man out with Terrence Ferguson and Shea Gilgis-Alexander So how many minutes, one, are you going to get with Oklahoma City? And two, when you get those minutes, what do you give them? And this guy is a defensive specialist, which you know I don't like coming off the bench. There is part of me that thinks you go ahead and put him in the starting lineup ahead of Terrence Ferguson just to give the Oklahoma City Thunder some a couple of defensive players on the floor at the same time with him and Steven Adams. And when I say Steven Adams is a defensive player, I'm talking about when he plays close to the rim. Obviously not when the switches get made and he gets dragged out from beyond the arc or gets dragged out to beyond the arc. But I would certainly put Andre Robertson in the starting lineup right now if this guy proves he can go and give you anywhere from 24 to 30 minutes per game because you're going to have enough scoring in that starting lineup with presumably Danilo Gallinari, going into that starting lineup at the four. Um, Shea Gilgis-Alexander playing the two, Chris Paul playing the one. And then if Chris Paul can feed a guy like Steven Adams, Thunder should be able to score a lot of points. So Andre Robertson could actually be more valuable in the starting lineup than coming off the bench. So that's what I would do. So there are your three questions. There are at least two solutions. I don't know that if I got a real solution to the identity other than saying, Shoot the three ball, take advantage of all these guys that can make the three early in the season. And if you're going to make the trades, maybe you've built up enough wins in the bank where by the end you've gotten rid of some of these guys. It may make the difference between you making the playoffs and ending up the nine seed because as we've said for several weeks now, one game is probably going to make the difference from the four seed all the way down to the nine. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next... Here on the Locked on Thunder podcast, I'll tell you why James Harden and Russell Westbrook may not have a successful year or as a successful year as they could in Houston. It's all right here on LOT. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. 
Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. You're listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Eric G, and this is the Labor Day edition of the Locked On Thunder Podcast. Congratulations to Eric Gordon of the Houston Rockets for signing a $54.5 million deal to stay with Houston. And um, in that $54.5 million deal, he's got a, he has got a clause that would actually get him 20.9 in the 2023-2024 season. 20.9 guaranteed if this guy just makes an all-star team. So, Eric Gordon, you want that money guaranteed? It's very easy what you have to do. Just make really good friends with Russell Westbrook, who's going to be your point guard, and make sure he feeds you the ball as much as he possibly can while not pissing off James Harden so your average can continue to go up and then your fans in Houston and maybe anybody else, coaches, players, whatever, do what they can to make a push for you to be in the all-star team. That's what I do. I mean, it's all politics, so make good friends with Russell Westbrook. Speaking of making good friends with Russell Westbrook, you're going to get to know him quite a bit because you're going to spend a lot of time on the court with him. In fact, the starting five in Houston is going to spend a lot of time on the court with Russell Westbrook. Looking at looking at the way that the Rockets are compiled right now, and I know a lot of people jumped on the Rockets bandwagon as soon as Russell Westbrook got traded. But I will tell you right now, if the Rockets were a stock, I would tell you to sell every bit of your Houston Rockets stock because right now what I see from the Rockets is a team that's going to get bounced in the first round of the playoffs unless Daryl Morey can actually pull off some trades because they have no bench. And you're looking at a starting five that consists of Eric Gordon, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, P.J. Tucker, and Clint Capella. Four of those dudes are over 30, and all of them are playing about 31 minutes a game. That is a lot of wear and tear on the body, especially for a guy like Russell Westbrook, who relies strictly on his athleticism in in order to be successful. You have nobody coming off this bench that's going to give you any sort of help whatsoever. Taking a look at their bench today, first of all, every single guy coming off the Rockets bench averages in the single digits, You're talking at a bench that was 30th last year in the association. Yes, let me repeat that, 30th. The Oklahoma City Thunder bench that we complained about last year was actually better than the Rockets bench. So Russell Westbrook downgraded when he went to Houston. You're putting an awful lot of pressure on some older guys to get you through not only 82 games and put you in position where... You don't have to go on the road for that first series or that second series, and then they've got to take you the rest of the way. That's just too much to overcome unless Daryl Morey can make some trades. And yes, Russell Westbrook, 
four years younger, three years younger than what Chris Paul was, but it's still not enough. I think you've got way too many guys over the age of 30 for this team to be anything more than a one-and-done, possibly two-and-done situation. And the whole reason Russell Westbrook is in Houston isn't strictly because he wanted to be. It's because Daryl Morey believes he is a better option to play with James Harden and bring that city a championship. And at this moment, I just I don't see it happening. And what sucks for Russell Westbrook is I would hate for him to leave the NBA with ultimately out without getting a ring. But the longer he stays in Houston on that Supermax, the less of a chance he's got. also want to take some time to talk about Gordon Hayward and, and Andre Robertson and kind of, kind of tie these two guys in. Um, as you know, Andrew Luck retired from football last week. The injuries finally caught up with him. A lot of people criticized him. And I think in the NFL, you're going to see a lot more guys retiring early because of the quality of life. I mean, you get the hell beat out of you, head injuries, other body injuries. It just comes to a point where it's not worth it if you want to live your life and have a quality life after you retire. Gordon Hayward telling, um, I think it was basketball, I read this on probasketballtalk.com, mentioned he could understand what Andrew Luck was going through. And he talked about the 2017-2018 season where he only played five minutes before having that severe ankle injury and talked a lot about the isolation that you feel for your feel from your teammates because no matter how much they want to keep you involved, they really can't. And at that point, retirement starts crossing players' mind because then you wonder if it's absolutely worth it. And you got to think about Andre Robertson. Okay, think about, just for a second, think about what this guy is going through right now. What Andre Robertson is going through is, one, severe doubt in not only his playing ability, but his physical ability. Can he trust his body? Especially when you have had multiple sitbacks the way he has, where it looked like, okay, Andre's going to be back by Christmas time. Nope, Andre suffered a setback. And you really knew once he suffered a setback, early in the season last year, you had to start questioning whether or not he was going to be back. And with that, you don't get an opportunity to be around your teammates. You're you're working out, no matter what you may be what you may be contributing in film study, no matter how much words of encouragement you may be getting to young, giving to young players. Unless you are out on that court making a contribution, you're really not part of the team. And at some point, retirement's got to enter your mind. And I've been told that once retirement enters your mind as a professional athlete, you should just go ahead and retire. But I also think at the same time, once guys start realizing what they're missing, then they want to come back. And it'll be interesting to see when it comes to Andre Robertson, just how confident he is in his body and being able to plant and being able to jump. And if he's got the opportunity to shoot a corner three, does he have enough confidence that he thinks he can actually get some lift and shoot, even though we know he's going to miss it, does he at least have that confidence to go out there and play every night and have called on, could he play in excess of 30 minutes a game? Again, going back to the biggest questions for Oklahoma City, that's it. And it wouldn't surprise me if Andre Robertson couldn't compete, couldn't complete all those tasks and ultimately ends up retiring sometime before the beginning of this year. I don't think it would happen but it would probably be the least surprising story for the Oklahoma City Thunder this year. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next, we will wrap things up talking about Chris Paul's popularity in China and something you have to absolutely consider 
that Billy Donovan deals with on a daily basis. And um, LeBron is sparking it. I'll tell you what that is coming up next on the Locked on Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, whether you're listening on um, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or maybe you uh, joined us via Thunder Maven. Thank you very much. Uh, There was a recent study done by a group in China that ranked the most popular players, most popular teams in the country of China. Chris Paul, still number five on that list, just behind Russell Westbrook. The Oklahoma City Thunder last year was the number five most watched team in China. Now, granted, a lot of that had to do with Russell Westbrook, but now Chris Paul should be should actually fill that void. And you would think that the Chinese audience that has embraced Oklahoma City will continue to do so as long as Chris Paul is on this team. And what amazes me about this is when we talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder, and especially if you're local to the state of Oklahoma, we always talk about the biggest brands in this state. And everybody rushes to say OU football, and it's hard to argue with that. But I have been on the side that the Thunder will eventually become the biggest brand in this state. And while it may suffer a sit-back this season and for the foreseeable future because they haven't been as good as people are used to, I think they will continue to grow in popularity at least around the world as long as you've got players like Chris Paul, if Shea Gilgis-Alexander will continue to develop and become the player that we all think he can be. The Thunder become a global brand, and thus by being a global brand, then become the biggest property in the state of Oklahoma. And that's one of the reasons I love covering them for Sports Illustrated, and it's another reason um, why I'm proud to be on a station that is affiliate of the Oklahoma City Thunder at 97.1, the sports animal in Tulsa. Finally, something to consider if you're Sam Presti or Billy Donovan every single year, and that is when you're a GM or a coach, you are managing 15 different corporations. 15. Every single guy is worried about their playing time. Every single guy is worried about their image. And the playing time ultimately helps with image, which ultimately helps with money, which means not only are you getting better contracts, but you're getting endorsements. And when you understand that all these guys are corporations, then you understand how difficult it is to be an NBA coach and understand the most important thing you are doing as an NBA coach is being able to to relate to your players, which, by the way, if you saw Greg Popovich and what the video going viral of him um, playing the game where you put the phone on your head, which I don't know what it's called, the, the, the smartphone up to your head, Greg Popovich shows me every single year, no matter how old he gets, he knows how to relate to players. And because of that, the San Antonio Spurs are always going to be successful because guys think they, that he ultimately cares about their brand. Unless, of course, you are Kawhi Leonard, which, by the way, just quick digression here. I don't know how Kawhi Leonard didn't get along with Greg Popovich because he seems in a a lot of ways to be the ultimate player's coach when it comes to relatability. But I say all that to say this. LeBron James wants to... he, 
He wants to own the trademark Taco Tuesday, which I think is absolute genius. The way that Ohio State wanted to trademark the word the. It's genius. People should jump on this. But that's why LeBron is so admired around the NBA is because people see his business acumen just as much as they see what he is able to do on the court. And when you talk to young NBA players coming into this game and they start talking about brands and things like that is because I would say the kids now, starting about the age of 13, 14, because of AAU, because of shoe companies being able to get to them, because of recruiting, they understand what this is. They understand it's a business. They understand that it's a commodity, and they know that they want to get theirs. And the more LeBron James continues to do stuff like this, the more he will not only be the most admired athlete, but will continue for a very long time. We talk about Michael Jordan's stamp on this game. LeBron James is putting a stamp on this game that will last longer than any other NBA players because they know that they are businesses, they know that they are brands, and it is all about making the most. And I think players also understand more than anything that their time comes to an end, and when it does, you got to have that fallback plan which Jordan kind of fell into it by accident, but LeBron has taken it to the next level. Thus, his stamp will be ultimately the biggest on this game for the foreseeable future. My name is Eric G. We will be back on Wednesday. Until that time, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. Check us out on Thunder Maven, basketballmaven.io slash thunder. And remember, peace, love, and thunder up. You are locked on thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.